everyone. Welcome back to Mom, Get Your Shit Together with me, your host, Amy Albert. So glad that you are here again. Um, thank you for listening. I'm going to jump right in with my guest, who you walked in and you are so fucking radiant right now. I cannot. Thank you. I'm just like staring at you. You are glowing. Oh, You look thanks. amazing. Um, and your your blonde hair is like insane. You like it? I love it. Thank you. you Thank look you. Gorgeous. Thank you. Um, my guest is a writer. She's a comedian. She's a podcaster. She's a podcast called The Enthusiasm Enthusiast. Did yes. I say that right? You okay. got it. You nailed it. Woo! Uh, this is Katie Ward. Hi. Hello. Yay. Hello. She's here. Woohoo. Um, she definitely came in. Um, it's raining here in LA, which is like, what the hell? I know. I it's know. the most bizarre. She came in. Um, I immediately just like threw my baby at her. <laughs> no, I lovingly accepted your baby. <laughs> he He's, was like, hey. I know. Yeah. It's so exciting when a baby just um, wants to come to you. You know, like yeah. that's always like you're like, oh, I am a good person yeah. on the inside. <laughs> right. You know? he can tell. He can I'm tell. not an arsonist. Right. <laughs> right. right. I'm a good person. And then immediately my dog dumped on the floor. Mm. So, you know, it's been a crazy uh 15 to 20 minutes. But um, <laughs> here we are. I'm so glad that you could make it. Thank you for inviting me. Yes. I love talking about hair and makeup and skincare and products and oh, I'm so glad. And ladiness. You are in the right place. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> um, I've been um because I like cluster interview mm-hmm. people and then I like, you know, release the episodes. So um yesterday I had a, a couple of interviews and one um, was our friend Tara Copeland, mm-hmm. and <coughs> excuse me, and um, I brought her upstairs to see. She was like, "I want to check out your place," so we went upstairs, and she t- I had to install shelves for all my serums. All my you stuff. did it's ridiculous, and she was like, "Holy shit, <laughs> <laughs> this is insane!" Um, well, your skin looks amazing, so it's totally working. Thank you. So does yours. I'm like, thank you. whoa, I cannot wait to hear what you're using. Oh, thanks. Thanks. This is going to be very informative. <laughs> I'm going to jump out all over. Whatever you're using, I'm getting. Oh, good. Yes, girl. You probably already have it in your shelves. <laughs> I mean, I have a problem for sure. <laughs> I actually recently, I don't know if you saw, I went on the um, on one of like our subgroups. And everyone, I, they should know, too, that pretty much everyone I interview is from our mom group. Yes. Um, which I'm so lucky to yeah. be a part of because yes. it's just like the most amazing, hilarious, lovely women. Yeah. Um, and I'm so glad that most of them are like, I'm into beauty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, and even um, I think we're really, really lucky. And, and you know, I, I've been in this mom game for a minute. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. my daughter's eight. And... I have made some incredible mom friends along the way at different stages. Yeah. But there is something that is particularly lovely about this group because, to be honest, I don't love hearing about people's kids. Like, I'm not particularly interested in in kids. I mean, I am, but, like, I like holding a baby and I'll chat with the toddler for a few, but, but I'm not you know, that's not really the thing that excites me. And I like talking to women because I am interested in women. I'm like, how do you, what makes you tick? What's going on for you? Because you're the, you're the person that I want to hear from, you know? Yes. And some people are the other way, you know, some people are like, all they want to do is talk about kids and stuff. And I'm like, God bless you. But you know, I I think it's a really lovely group of (coughs) 
of women and the kids stuff happens to be where we find support right you know like what we have um in common aside from all the other things we have in right common. yeah I was um um it's like your barrier to entry sorry I didn't mean to interrupt you but yeah no yes great that's a great way of putting it I I am um, yeah because I think also most of us in the group like had careers and stuff and then like had a baby you know, and yeah. kind of in the middle of it, or like, well, okay, I guess I'm having a baby now. Right. So, um, sure. so that's very cool that we do have that with each other. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, I feel like, I mean, even yesterday I posted twice, like, what am I doing? Right. <laughs> Can someone help me find out where my life is? Right, right. And everyone is so lovely and, um, like audiobooks that are like motivational, it's just things like that. I'm just so grateful for it because I feel like I would be, especially in LA. It's just you're so in your car and isolated a lot. Yes, yes. Um, and motherhood is very isolating. Very isolating. Very, very much so. And so, and I'm kind of the same way where like I'm pretty uncomfortable being like, let's do a play date. Like I right. don't really like that. Yeah, yeah. And now that Bo is at a new school, um, and I'm so overwhelmed by it, every day they're like, Remember Thursday, there's the pizza fundraiser, and then right. Saturday, there's this um, birthday party slash you know meeting for the. And I'm like, yeah. wait, I have to do all of these things. I can. No, do- you don't. Okay, good, because I can do none of these no. things. No, 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 no. You don't have to do any of it. You Thank don't have God. to do any of it. Thank you're God. you're absolved of that. Okay, good. You can do what you want to do, and then what you have access to. Right. Um, one of the one of the ways that I found moms when I when my daughter was young was through Moms Club. And the thing that I loved about Moms Club was that no one cared if you were late, no one cared if you were gross, mm-hmm. no one cared if you had to leave early. No, you know, it was like all those things that in normal life, when you're having a normal relationship with someone, you're like, yeah, I'd appreciate it if you wouldn't come 15 to 20 minutes late or, right. or, or I, you know, we're going out to lunch and, you know, you smell weird or your hair is <laughs> off. You know, it's like, yeah. but in my mo- mom's club, it was like all bets off. Great. Are you crying today? Great. Cry. It's fine. Everyone's crying. Right. Everyone's <laughs> crying today. Um, so that, you know, that's a great resource for um, people. And and they, they group you by your children's ages. Oh, cool. So that you, you know, because it's like, you know how it is. You you have a, a nine-month-old. Your friend has an 18-month-old. The play date's going to suck. Yeah. It's just not going to go anywhere. And you right. know what I mean? Like yeah. you just, one's tearing everything down. One can't even sit up on their own, you know? Right. Um, and, and, and also I, I found a lot of women who were in the same place that I was at the same time. And at, at that like one to two year old space mm-hmm. where they, I think that's the hardest age you know yeah is that one to two where you're like all you're doing is chasing a person and you're crouched down and you know and you're like in this like crescent position with your back (laughs) and um and and that was the time that I really like needed people the most yeah you know definitely the lifeline yes um when Bo was little so I didn't uh, Charlie was a zebra. Congratulations! We, we made a person accidentally. <laughs> um, and I mean, such a wonderful gift to the family and such a great addition. But 
definitely a surprise. <laughs> and um, I think with Bo, I was like, we have to get her socialized. She has to hang out with other kids all yeah. the time. And with him, I'm like, you have your sister. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be fine. But he does. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why you see like all these little, little ones that, you know, went with their older sibling to drop off and pick up every day. And the older sibling, you know, goodbye and the tears and like, don't leave and da, da, da. And you always see that like second and third and fourth sibling. Yeah. Literally walk into school like they own the joint because they've been going for so long and they know the drill. Right. It's amazing. It's really cool. I mean, I only have one child. I only wanted and intended to have one child. And... So I remember like doing a lot of like classes and things and they're like, yeah, by your second, you're like that. And I'm like, no, like I need that chill now. Right. Like don't, I I can't mess up on this one and hope to like rectify it on the second one, you know? Totally. Yes. Uh, yeah, definitely. And that's what I thought we were going to do. I was like, she's our only shot. Yeah. Um, and I also will say I am such the cliche where I have just thousands of pictures of Bo every day of her life and Charlie he's like there's like 10 and I'm like it's not that I don't I think you're I love your face I want to take all the pictures yes. but your sister is like a lot right now right um and he's so I will say he's so chill about it like she will lose her fucking mind like just like tear set the world on fire we'll be in a grocery store and she's just like yeah, like knocking over boxes and like just like breaking everything in Target. And Charlie is just looking at her. Like, doesn't upset him. It doesn't wow. even he's just like, oh yeah. Yeah, this is a lot of emotion coming from this <laughs> other blonde person that I live with. It was so funny. And like even like sleep training, he's like, I'm fine. You guys I'm good. Oh yeah. Gosh. Yeah. I mean, for now, who knows? Right. But um, that's amazing, though. Yeah. What a gift. Oh, God, I Sleep know. Sleep is the gift that keeps on. Yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes, for sure. And Bo now is like in this weird phase because she's three and a half. Well, she'll get, get up and just like bust into a room and be like, <gasps> I'm scared. And I'm like, of what? I don't know. I just want to come in here. And we're like, no, girl. No. Mm -mm. So that's been a whole. But it's cool. Can you endow a, a, a stuffed animal or something, like maybe something that she doesn't really like pay too much attention to and sort of endow it as this is your official like sleep protector Ooh. and do some sort of ceremony and then, and, you know, and say, wow, this, this one is for sleep. And so you just sleep with it. You've got troubles in the middle of the night. Give her a little like little baby flashlight. Find the sleep buddy in the bed and then give it all what a brilliant idea that is literally never crossed my mind because <laughs> you're tired <laughs> i'm so tired i will say that i um kind of biffed it a little bit so <laughs> for christmas if you look behind you do you yes. see that big ass lion yeah that's a great lion <laughs> i'm into that lion i really thought it was so cool i don't know if you remember i remember when i was a little girl and i would like watch christmas movies and the kids, some kid would get like a huge ass stuffed animal. Oh, sure, sure. I feel like um, Silver Spoons, like when you would watch Silver Spoons, he yes. had massive animals. Yeah, like a huge giraffe and yes, stuff. Yes, yes. Totally. And yes. I'm like, 
that is a lap of luxury. Yes, yes. That kid is living the dream. Right? So wealthy with their giant stuffies. I know, just like killing it. <laughs> and so I was like, I'm going to blow my kid's fucking mind this year. So I got her this big ass thing um, from Santa. Uh, spoiler alert, don't listen to this uh, in front of children. Um, and, um, and he's like too realistic looking. Oh, no. So I'm like, this guy is your guy. He's going to hang out in your room. He's going to make sure. And last night she was like, the lion's looking at me, mommy. Oh, no. <laughs> and I was like, I know, because oh, no. he loves you. She's like, please take the lion downstairs. He wants to eat me. Because <laughs> oh. he, he has very realistic eyes. I mean, he's... <laughs> it's a high quality lion, people. It's, it's a good looking lion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it is funny that I was like, Ooh, okay. So she might have to grow into it. Yeah, she will. She will. <laughs> the lion will have its time. And it will scare robbers away. I would, so. yeah. To be honest, I would walk into a room and be like, Jesus. Right, you right. Because right. he is kind of. Right. And I'm like, did he, was that over there? Right. <laughs> did he just move on it's his like own? like a security measure. He's very sweet. All right. All right. Let's get into it. Okay. Um. So. Yes. Tell me everything about <laughs> what you were doing okay um well uh I should give a teensy bit of background Please which do. is that my day job for my early to late-ish 20s was at a salon mm. in on Larchmont which is in Los Angeles and so I I worked the front desk and I, but because I was having to sell products all the time, I had to sit through all these trainings and things. Yeah. So one of the things that I do in our mom group is I help people pick out hairstyles and haircuts. Yes. And she is amazing at Thank it. You. Like Thank you have, you. I, I, you were like, oh, you would like, as you have pictures that you, you were like, this is a great one. This is a great one. This will be so good for your hair texture. And she was like, attach pictures of like people, celebrities with, Oh my God. And it's like, and then people get the haircut and I'm like, she was right. It's so satisfying. She did it. Ah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. It's really, really fun. That's it's like awesome. such my favorite hobby. Like, I don't, I don't know that I have meaningful hobbies. I mean, but, <laughs> but I do, I love to pick, uh, I love to pick people's hairdos for them. Like that's so fun. Um, and so some, but some of, but the reason I think that I can do it a little bit better than maybe other people is because one, I think it's really important to never offer advice without context of where do you live? What's the climate? What time of year is it? Uh -huh. So like, I never tell people, I'm like, when, whenever somebody's like, I'm ready to go for bangs, I'm like, not in August, you're not, because <laughs> right. they're not going to look right unless you live in a dry, cool-ish climate. Right. It's like everyone who's, you know, hot and sticky and, you know, I, I'm like, I tr trust me, this is not the time to, to go for bangs to take that leap yeah, yeah yeah especially if you haven't had them before and you don't know what your hair is going to do um the other thing is like people give so much advice and um or you'll read advice in magazines and it's like you know where the writers of these magazines live they live in new york and they live in la right well guess what if you like me went to college in mississippi or grew up in florida LA advice for your hair and skin is not going to be applicable at all to you. Right. So you really have to like take all of that with a grain of salt. And, and, um, so I say this to say what works for me may not work for you, but I'll, I'll give you what I got. 
Give it to me. Um, I want it all. So uh, my new latest uh, excitement is... Uh, I know you're a fan of the Pixie Glow Tonic, mm-hmm. which I love the Pixie Glow Tonic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I put the BB, Andalou BB cream over that. Ooh. And that serves as my um, SPF. It's got a nice little like primer vibe to it that it gives. Mm-hmm. And some days I don't really wear much over that. Today um, I'm doing, which is like such a weird find, but the All May concealer which my friend got in some sort of subscription box and she was like eh I don't want this and it's not the strength of a concealer which is why if you used it as a concealer you'd be like oh that's not enough but if you layer it over the BB cream from Andalou it gives it's like a really light nice foundation really yeah you have to shake it up a little bit because it separates um I found that the the color and the like it just kind of separates a little bit right but I use that like on my t-zone and um and then a little bit of urban decay um foundation powder just to set nice so that's been my I was a hardcore uh what was it Revlon one of those like Revlon or L'Oreal uh 24 hour doesn't move foundations for years and then I just kind of looked up and I was like, that's too much makeup for me, I think, you know? Yes. I'm tall and I have strongish features and I can head to drag town real fast, (laughs) you know? Well, I mean, you are gorgeous. You're very striking. You You have these bright, gorgeous blue eyes and now your hair is like platinum. Like you look, I mean, amazing. You look like a supermodel. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. When you were sitting um, on our couch, like the light was coming in and it was like, she's just an angel. Thank you. (laughs) I'm now living on Amy's couch and you can come visit me any old time you want. Um, So I I, I do think like this whole movement, I, I like how the movement and trends in makeup are like less is more or look like look like less right but I don't have the luxury of looking like less. like I have to do something to make it look like even there's minimal things that have been done right you know what I mean like you know Glossier mm-hmm. are you a fan of their uh, I line? haven't used theirs because I I knew about it through the boy brow like that's how I heard about it right I have no eyebrows I really don't I have very fair eyebrows and so I was like what would this this product can't make eyebrows happen right you know so I haven't um but I've heard their products are great and you know people kind of fawn over them yeah well I mean they're like you know whole philosophy and honestly like all of their models are like 17 yes and have no pores right you know are gorgeous um but like their whole thing is like less is more sure which I do love I love that concept but I mean like yeah like we're grown women yeah yeah (laughs) and like you do have to do something in order to look like you're doing nothing sometimes. right right so um I could sleep for the rest of my fucking life and never look right rested so yeah you know things like that yeah and and I think um like there are some things that no amount of product or lifestyle or whatever are gonna do and right. when I was in my 20s I never had a bag under the eye like just didn't could stay out all night, could, you know, I didn't really stay out all that much, but, but I could, you know, like tie one on and wake up and be like, nope, I look fine. Right. Uh, and now there's bags under the eyes 
whether or not, you know, I could have gone to a yoga retreat for, you know, a year and a half and I'd come back and there'd be bags under my eyes. And that's just genetics, right? right? Yeah, that's just how, yeah. Um, so, and then, you know, then you start to have the the debate of like, oh, do I get the little fillers under the, under the eye to kind of like counteract the bags? And mm-hmm. we haven't gotten there yet, but I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was on the horizon. Yeah. But I get a little scared because I'm like, oh, it feels like so much could go wrong with, with them. Yeah. Like not Botox, but fillers. Like, I don't know. I've watched too much botched, I think. I know. We know too much. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I have talked about Botox. I, I, I get Botox. I love it. Um, and someone in our mommy group actually got fillers recently I don't know who, uh, but they looked amazing. Really? And I was like, wow. Yeah. Because I don't, I I guess I don't know enough about what fillers do, but I'm telling you, like, I was like, oh, no, you are like an inspo for this because she's a beautiful woman anyway. Yeah. Like, it did it. Like, she was like, well, I have issues with, like, you know, uh, looking tired right right so she said the next she got it the next day even it wasn't even fully like set or whatever but the next day she's like yeah like I haven't looked this awake in years oh my gosh it was amazing oh so but I know what you mean it's kind of like because it lasts a year I think right I think or more or sometimes more. yeah and I mean it, and it's pricey too oh, I mean it's yes. it's not it's you know like I just last year tried Botox mm-hmm. for the first time and I gotta say very few things live up to the hype and it lives <laughs> up to the hype it is it is nice oh, it is nice it's a game changer game changer yeah yeah and it's, it's affordable it is it's not I mean it's uh, that that feels like a very privileged thing to say but I think in terms of like other things that you could do right. and even like all the money I was throwing at like um, the little stickers you put on your face, you know, to try to like pop it up while you sleep, right. the serums and all of that sort of stuff. It wasn't going to cut. It wasn't going to do what Botox did, which I mean, was take it, out the 11s. It's right. It's exactly, it's the only thing that works. Yeah. You know, and now, do you go to a dermatologist or do you go to um I, she, <laughs> she says she's a dermatologist. <laughs> She it's has in her van. Right. Like, she has doctor. So she says she's a dermatologist. She <laughs> she has doctor, but she's not like a chiropractor when they're like, hey, I'm Dr. Kip or, you know, like whatever. <laughs> Dr. Kip. <laughs> That's fantastic. She legitimately uses the last name. Uh, <laughs> God, that is fantastic. You know Dr. Kip. Like he's like, yeah, I could just like bang out your shoulder. It's fine. You know, like I just go to Dr. Kip. Yeah, Dr. Kip instills so much uh so much faith. Um, but she she uh she's she's a doctor. it's it seems to be a low rent operation. I'm not gonna lie. Um That's but so and the last time I went I, I had a I had an eyebrow that was higher than than the other, Ooh. and I and I have really high eyebrows to begin with, so we don't have a lot of margin for error. <laughs> and I went back and I was like, yeah, well, like what are we gonna do? Do we have to lift the other one? And she was like, no, I'll bring the other one down. And I'm like, I don't. How does science work? I don't understand. I but sure enough, she did it, and like three days later, they were even Stevens. And wow, and I didn't have to have the other one lifted up to be like, 
you know, oh, yeah, right. Joker face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm so surprised. I'm so permanently surprised. Um, that's great. Yeah. So you, <laughs> so you, when you say it's a low, I I need to ask so many more questions. So when you say it's a low rent operation, what do you mean? Like, do you are you? Is it like a Home, like a home no or, no it's like an office <laughs> do you meet in a parking lot right like we downtown? go behind 7-eleven and <laughs> it's fine no it's just like uh it's in it's in a medical building right she has a a, a front desk person <laughs> but sometimes she answers the phone or sometimes her husband answers the phone I, right. there's not there's I've not seen a nurse you know, it's pretty much just her that I've seen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I mean, it's cheap. Yeah. And it works. Sure. Um, you know, and I, I guess if I had so much money to throw at things, then I might be a little bit more. But I was just like, I think uh, it's fine. It's great. You know? Yeah. It's fine. But yeah, it's like it's um, it's in Glendale and I live in in Burbank I I don't know if I should say that but I live in Burbank and so it's close and I don't know I mean she her face is frozen beyond measure and when she's trying to tell me she'll be like make a mad face like this and there's no expression on her face whatsoever and I don't know I don't always know what she's asking me to do truly and genuinely so So then I try to like like this or like the, you know, and I'm like making all these faces, and then eventually I I land on one, and she's like, "Yeah, that's the right one." It's just face roulette. Yeah, exactly. Fantastic. And so she, and she, you know, she definitely tries to like upsell you, and she's like, "We could do this. We could do that." She does um filler nose jobs. What? Which is bonkers so she showed me a whole um like portfolio of noses and I'm like so these are surgeries and she's like no I just did it with like fillers and Botox and da 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 and it's night and day difference I mean it looks like these people got nose jobs holy shit yeah which I was like how does that even work I don't know I honestly I don't know if I hadn't seen it with my own two eyes, I wouldn't believe it because they genuinely looked. And and the funny thing is I have a prominent nose and literally worked my entire life to like love my nose and be cool in my skin and appreciate my nose. Yeah. And then she was like, you know, we can uh, we can do all this. And I was like, no, it's cool. But I thought, oh, gosh, if she had gotten me at 21, I mean, I I didn't have any money then, so I couldn't have done it. But if I had like come into some sort of inheritance or something, I probably would have. But I guess maybe if it's fillers and stuff like that, it, it goes away. I don't I don't. Yeah. I was so scared to ask follow-up questions because I really didn't want her to think that I was that interested for me. Yeah. But like the curiosity was oh off my the God. charts. I'm I'm trying to picture like oh, I can't even Yeah, I know it's hard. So like they look like fit like I don't even that's crazy. They look thinner. I mean, she's Armenian, so she has a lot of Armenian clients. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, they as a people have strong noses as well. So mm-hmm. it's a lot of Armenian people. And I went, mm-hmm, like I knew that. I didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And and so so part you know, it's funny because part of me gets really sad. I'm like, 
oh, can't we all just love our noses? It's hard enough as it is. But like, again, I don't love my 11s and I'm there to get her to destroy them. So, sure. you know, yeah. I, I can't, I don't pass judgment. But yeah, so I would say if there is someone who is out there and they just cannot live with their nose and it's driving them crazy, maybe that's an option that maybe isn't permanent and, yeah. and as dangerous as going under anesthesia and all that sort of stuff. Wow. I know. I am blown away. I need to, I'm going to do all the research on this because I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. I, you know, it's, I was the same way about my nose. When I was um, a preteen, I was nothing but nose. I was like one of those, yeah. those like allergy commercials. I don't know if it's for Flonase, <laughs> but it's like a nose on a body my brother oh my god my brother was like you looked like a Jim Henson creation like I was oh just like gosh. oh and I'm like your you. nose is so beautiful oh thank you did you do anything to no didn't you do did, anything you just grew into it I grew into my my head matched grew into my right nose. right it caught up yeah I got up with my yeah so um and boobs don't hurt either boobs are good right yes I think yeah, I, I like woke up one day at like 16 or 17 and had big boobs and I was like hey look at me hey now no one's checking out right um, but like yeah I mean after a while I like now I don't give a shit about it and it's funny because you know as you get older like your face changes yeah and you lose college and blah 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 and the other day I was looking at my daughter and I'm like god I wonder if you are going to get my nose or your father's nose because it doesn't look like she's gonna have my nose it looks like I think my son is god bless him um but I look at her and I'm like, I don't think my nose would work on your face. So I hope somehow. Right. Um, yeah. But, you know, now I also look at myself. I'm like, I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> right. Like, whatever. It's my face. Um, and when I was growing up, also my grandparents on my, because my mom is like waspy wasp and also like kind of a, a big nose and um kind of out of nowhere because no one else in our family has that and my dad is Jewish and my dad like looks like he looked like a Jewish guy <laughs> like, right, he, right. like he actually had I always described it this and not even in a like in a very loving way he looked like like a Groucho Marx like glasses and mustache and nose my dad's best friend did that and they have pictures where all their friends are in the glasses and nose except him and they're like together in a picture so yes <laughs> I know I know that that like very specific yes 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 and I remember when I realized that that's what my dad looked like and I was like oh shit that's real um but he I mean like so definitely like I was gonna get it you know right right my brother doesn't as much um but my grandparents on my mom's side were always like I love you. Like, very, like, I bet this is going to be sensitive for her. Right. Your nose is so beautiful. It's so royal. It's so whatever. I will affirm your nose for you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. It's so funny. It's so sweet. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. She's got a lot of nose on that little head. (laughs) So, (laughs) but now I don't care. Okay. So keep going. So sorry to. Oh, no, no. It's great. No, no, no. I, there's so much to discuss. Um, I am a, Big fan of high-low, you know, kind of like I I always put a little bit of money into like lip liners and eyeliners. Mm-hmm. So I like Urban Decay. I like Makeup Forever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I – and I like a um, 
I always like a, a a nicer or like a more upscale blush. I just feel like they go on better. And when you when you I'm very fair and I have tons of freckles, and blush can head real south. Like we can go to Baby Jane territory if it's not the right color. If it's not the exact right color and the exact right application, it starts to look really crazy. Right. Um, and so, you know, it looks like an old lady with her rouge, you know, just like (laughs) smacking it on. So I try to, um, I try to go a a little, a little higher level makeup for that. Cause also, and also it lasts longer. It doesn't like absorb into your skin. Um, but on the other hand, I, 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 you know, I, I was listening to you talking about double cleansing and like, I cannot double cleanse. I just, it's like a bridge too far for me. I'm yeah. like, I've cleansed it once. So I'm a huge sure. diehard fan of the Neutrogena Foaming Face Wash. It's been working for me for like 20 years. And it's great. Yeah. It's great. And, you know, dermatologists are like, this is great. Yeah, it's you sufficient. Yeah. 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 Yeah, definitely. And like, I like Avino's uh, body lotion that you can get at Costco in ginormous sizes. Mm-hmm. I When they started carrying the Avino body wash in like Costco sizes yeah I I don't that's like maybe a top 50 moment of joy in my life like when I look back I remember walking into Costco and being like oh you guys it's here you did it it has a pump oh my gosh that's so I just I don't know I just really was very satisfied with that um that's so funny I so these little things that make us happy um it's true I mean totally if it, it totally I just oh my god I totally know that feeling uh, where you're like holy shit I, yeah this is gonna last so I used to love still love that um oh god what is it it's like the oil that you it's Neutrogena the oil that you put on after yes and you don't rinse it I'm I'm actually gonna doubling up I have um this shower lotion that you put on okay. and then you rinse off and then I put that over it when it, and you don't dry you just air dry which I'm like ew who has time to air dry yeah but, um it's awesome and I they have a huge thing of that at Costco so and thrilling like, fuck yes I'm yes. so excited because it's also like oh that's one less trip I'm gonna have to take in three months totally it's one less thing I'm gonna have to remember it's very it's very mental load yes. you know it's Ugh. like it's one because no one in my house is going to tell me when they've run out or they're close to running out of something. And right. I'm very, I really hate being in the moment and running out of something and not having that thing. I, yeah. I will buy something two or three weeks in advance of when I think it will run out because I don't like being out. I'm the same way. Okay, that makes me feel better. Yes. Because I really, I don't like it. It makes me stressed out. Yeah, it makes me uncomfortable where I'm like, I'm definitely going to need this and I'm sort of screwing myself over by not having it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm the same way. I don't like that. Uh, so I like, so with that kind of stuff, I really like like drugstore stuff um, and Costco stuff. Um, I... Uh, so I, I had this hair transformation where I went from being like a light uh, strawberry blonde redhead to being platinum blonde. So mm-hmm. it has been a hair journey. It looks incredible. Thank you. Thank I you. love it so much. But I had to really like reconfigure my product structure because when right. you completely bleach everything out of your hair, it changes the texture entirely. So it 
for me, it actually kind of worked out well because it made the follicle expand. So I actually look like I have a lot more hair than I did before, yeah, which is nice. Um, but it is also so porous. It takes forever to dry. Mm-hmm. It used to take my hair five minutes to dry. Uh, and so now it takes a really long time. There is no air drying in this in this world. I was listening to the the episode that you did with the woman that's a stylist over at yeah. Strike and uh-huh. and yeah. uh, and I was and she was talking about like embracing your natural texture and I was like, oh, I wonder what my natural texture is. Like we haven't seen it in so long. It could be, it, but it's mostly terrible. It's mostly frizzy <laughs> and terrible. And that's right. why I say like to people like I grew up in in Florida. I had bad hair my whole life and I just thought I had bad hair. Right. And then I moved to California and I was like, oh, no, it's humidity. Yeah. And and the kind of hair that I have, which is fine, there's enough of it, but not a ton. It doesn't it doesn't want to do what humidity wants it to do. Right. Um, On the other hand, you get to California where it's super dry and your skin goes bonkers. Yeah. Whereas when I go to Florida to visit my family, I don't even put on moisturizer. Like, do you know what that life is like when you don't even have to put on moisturizer? That's crazy. <laughs> yes, you definitely. Know? Yeah. Um, and when people talk about natural deodorants, I'm like, not if you live in the South. Like, <laughs> don't you dare use that natural deodorant. It is not going to work. No, don't do it. Don't. The alligators will get you. They will. They'll smell you. They smell you They'll come a, a mile life. away. But, I agree. Yeah. I'm not a natural deodorant person either. So. Lord knows I gave it a try. <laughs> yeah. But I don't want to have to worry. I think a lot of it, too, is like I don't – it's it's similar to that feeling of like I don't want to run out of body wash and I don't want to just be out somewhere and be like, oh, gosh, my deodorant's given up. What do I do? You <laughs> right. know? Yeah. It's a terrible feeling. It is a terrible feeling. Um, but one of my hacks is that uh, I used to love like those bath and body wash or um, – bet- what is it? Bath and Body Works? Yeah. Bath and Body Works and Body Shop would always have those sprays that were like body spray. Mm-hmm. So it was like a light perfume, but not as strong as a perfume. Yeah. And uh, I always put on my deodorant, but when I wear a strapless outfit, I do one of those like little sprays and mm-hmm. it masks everything. Nice. When I wear a shirt, it doesn't it doesn't seem to need that. But Right. But and it's cheap, you know, it's yeah. a cheap solution and it doesn't require a lot and and it doesn't like overpower smell. You know, I don't because a lot of smells give me headaches and stuff like that. Yeah. Smells are so personal. Yes. Yes. Um, I was uh, thinking about I was somewhere like an Ulta or something just browsing like a do with sure, my baby. Sure, sure, <laughs> And um, someone was buying a perfume for like their friend or whatever. Yeah, don't do that. No, because our bodies are so like the oils in our skin are so you don't like there can be like a chemical reaction. Like you're not going to burst into flames, but you may smell like plastic. Yeah. And um, I, so speaking of the body shop, when I was in my early 20s, uh, uh, I was I was like um, a manager. I managed the store. Um in uh, San Jose at the nice. Valley Fair Mall. It was awesome because um, I was like, I was like the youngest man. That was also like peak body shop time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I yeah, was yeah. like 
in it. Yeah. Um, and I was super excited because I got promoted. I was like, yeah. So I'm running the shop and everyone was just losing their minds over the coconut body butter. Because it was new then. It was like right. a newish thing. Right. Um, Unless you're a black woman and then you've been using it for like ages. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, well, there's, yeah. I think so. But I think that this particular oh, scent. That, oh, uh, the it. coconut. Sure. there was cocoa butter. Mm -hmm. And then there was shea butter. Mm -hmm. And then there was coconut. Oh, wow. And this is like when people like really started to like hump coconuts. Like they were like, <laughs> I can't get enough coconuts. Right. Put it all over me. Right. Um, just losing their mind. And then like, then it went away. Then like coconut oil came back for a while. Um, and it's still back. But so, but yes, yeah, it's coconut body. But, and I was like, I would smell. I'm like, this smells so good. I love it. And I would, t I took like a sample home and I put it on and it smelled so disgusting on me. Oh no. It was so disappointing because everyone was like, mm, it smells so great. I would put it on. I, I literally smelled like like when uh, like a bonfire, some plastic got in there. <laughs> oh, like no. Burning hair or something. It smelled disgusting. Wow. And I was so sad. And so when this woman was in Ulta, like, you know, testing out all the sprays, I was like, girl, give her a gift card. Yes. To not. Yes. I mean, unless like you know what they use right. and what they like. But yes. yeah, it's hard. Ugh. So I'm looking at your hair and I'm and I'm loving it. Thank you. And what how did you accomplish these waves today that's just like god's plan for you <laughs> yes god was like i look everything else is gonna be fucking crazy but i'm gonna no this is um so brianna um and she hasn't done my hair in a long time but she she was the one who initially cut my hair mm -hmm. and um all i do is um today i just wet it mm -hmm. um and I might have, uh, that's why my hair is a little still damp on the roots. And then I um, just kind of arrange it. And then I t um, took um, uh, Bumble Bumble, the curl cream. Yes. And I just squeeze it. Mm -hmm. And then it dries like that. That's great. It Thanks. looks great. Thank you. Yeah, it looks really good. Thank you so much. So, so to that end, to, for me to create like this wave, it must happen with a, an iron. It with must a, happen with a device. Sure. So... Uh, another tip I will give you gentle listeners is that <laughs> when you're doing like beachy waves or I mean beachy waves are kind of out but if you're doing something to add volume to your hair don't do the curling iron in the same direction all the way around your head that's mm -hmm. how you end up with um, prom hair like yes 90s prom hair or um early early aughts you know when you think of like kelly clarkson on on american idol like winning american idol and all of her tendrils are going the same way right so don't do that so alternate forward and back forward and back forward and back and do you use um a wand i use a clamp i use a clamp too i cannot use a wand because i need to cut the frizz and i need it to be baked on both sides and if i were to use a wand i would be super um, yeah super frizzy I am so happy that it was Steph Garcia came on and we were talking about curling irons and she's like, I use the wand. And I like, you know, said this on the podcast. I've burnt, I don't have fingerprints. I'm oh, like, yeah. Because I've burned the shit. And also, I don't think it looks good. It's all, I always have like a weird, like rat tail on the Do end you? of the curl. I'm just not good at it. So I have the clamp and I'm like, people, the clamp is the way to go. Yeah. The clamp is definitely great for for beginners for sure yeah um i also feel like because it has that plastic tip on the end mm -hmm. you've got a lot more control and you're much less likely to burn your finger off yeah 
Um, and like Steph has naturally very curly hair. Mm -hmm. So it's she's beautiful. probably only using the wand just to like bump up those, like when you have curly hair, like one piece is weird, you know, right. strikes out on its own. <laughs> and so, but if you're, you know, like for me, I am such a frizz head, such, such, such a frizz head that if, if heat doesn't touch it on both sides, it just doesn't clamp down right. Yeah. So I am a big fan of that. I, I got a $20 Sephora baby flat iron that's like like an inch wide cool. and teeny tiny. And it is really great for getting like those little pieces around your face or like if you've got a weird cowlick situation, like that's really great for that. And, and I use it on my ends because the other thing about curling irons on your hair is you want to leave a little piece out so that you've got a little bit of um, straight on the end because mm -hmm. if you put the entire lock, the entire tendril into the curling iron, it um, it puts the curl at the base of your your hair, like the bottom of your hair. Yeah, it fries the shit out of it. Fries the shit out of it. And also that's how you get that like 50s, 60s, mm. Uh, 80s kind of curl at the bottom of, of your hair and not in the middle and not on the top. Right. So if that's the look you're going for, if you're going for like a vintage, yeah. you know, you want those under curls or, or something like that, then do that. But if you want like the, the modern version, you want to leave a little bit of hair out. And then if, if it's crispy on the ends, just touch it with a flat iron or go over it real lightly. Okay. That's my new jam. I like that. Yeah. Um, do you, what, how often do you wash your hair every day? No, you know, it's funny. I, I, I was listening to your episode where you're, where, and she was like so adamant about not washing your hair so much. And I, it depends on the time of year. So like it's winter now I can probably get away with it, but when it's summer and I'm picking up my kid every day, standing in the sun for like 20 minutes yeah, and it's 110 degrees, like. God. And and I don't love dry shampoo. I have not had – I've tried a couple of different versions. Um, there's a Kerastase volume spray that kind of works like a dry shampoo. And yeah. That I've, it's like a root, right? Yeah. It's like in a purple bottle, mm -hmm. and it, it's nice. Uh, it's also a great line. Like yes. Very clean and, yeah. Yeah. I'm a fan. I like – and their hairspray is nice too. Um, but, yeah, I, so – in my hairdresser was mad at me because when 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 I went this platinum, he was like, you know, don't wash your don't wash your hair, and I'm like, I can't. It just looks greasy and slimy and flat and gross. So, I am an adamant devotee of Bumble and Bumble's seaweed shampoo. Ooh. If you have to, if you're a frequent washer, it's great. Um, it doesn't dry out, and then I use the super rich conditioner. Awesome. Um, and you only shampoo your roots. You never shampoo the ends. Mm -hmm. the, when you dr rinse the shampoo out, it'll pull whatever's on the ends off. So you don't need to like cause that friction by like rubbing your hair. Right. You don't have to do that. Um, and then of course, like uh, Brianna said, you only condition, you know, down. Yeah. Like a ponytail. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, yes. I put a little bit of conditioner around like my bangs and stuff just because I put a lot of heat on them. Sure. But, but never on the roots. Um, yeah. And uh, I was surprised how many people didn't know that trick. Yes, a lot of people. Because I think um, uh, I think a lot of people also, um, it's like, uh, it, it, it feels like 
you should just do what you did with your shampoo. Right. Um, but they're, they're doing different functions, right? Totally. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think also, you know, if no, I guess if nobody ever tells you, yeah, you never, you right. don't have an older sister who's like, no, 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 you know. Right. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Um, certainly my mom wouldn't have known and like, you know, I didn't have a sister. I had a brother and he. Yeah. He's not going to give you no conditioning advice. He said I looked like a fucking Jim Henson <laughs> creation. So I wouldn't trust him anyway. What a dear. Dick move. <laughs> I love my brother. Um, I really, he's pretty great. So, um, uh, yeah, totally. It's, it's, um, it is it's such good advice too. And I agree with you. I will say that the older as I've gotten older, mm-hmm. I my I get like heavier and greasier mm-hmm. on top. And I remember living in New York, um, you know, uh, into like my early thirties. I and it would be hot as fuck there in the summer. Yeah, unbearable. Yeah, and but I still was like, my hair is cool. Like I don't even need to worry about it. Wow. Um, and I had my hair was much longer at that point, and I would. You know, I would just like roll it up in like a, a in like a headband. I would like turn it under and roll it up, so it was kind of like it looked like kind of um like a medieval hair. Style. Ooh, I'm into that. Yeah, it looks great, it, and you can sleep like that. Your hair like a little damp, and you wake up and it's like it's like very wavy and pretty. Um, so I would do that because I'm like it's so fucking humid. It's gonna work out right, regardless. Right. Um, but then I come out here, and I'm uh, aging as one does. Yeah. And um. I am, you know, I'm a huge fan of dry shampoo, but I'm like burning through that shit now. Yeah, you know? like, yeah. Just like, yeah. So things change, certainly. But sure. Yeah. So how about, so in terms of your amazing platinumness, how are, oh, what's you. the um, maintenance? Uh, it is, so I use the Bumble Bumble shampoo, super rich conditioner, or seaweed shampoo and super rich conditioner. I love uh, Orbe's Gold Lust Oil. It's so good. It's so delicious. It yeah. doesn't weigh you down. It's. I've not found another product that works as well. Um, uh, Shuyamura has this double uh, moisturizer thing that is really great where it's like, it's got two sides of the pump. Like, remember how, um, was it Act? Uh, toothpaste in yes. like the 90s where yeah. it like came out and one side was white and one side was green yeah and you were supposed to like blend them together well they have that and it's like an oil and a cream and it comes out and you blend it and that's Whoa. really nice um I have a friend who manages a salon so he they were getting rid of a ton of products and so he just gave me everything so I was able to try and mix and match oh my and god did you love that? Day? Oh, I loved it. I, I, he <laughs> saved me because my hair, you know, went through like major trauma. Um, and so the two products that I landed on from that were the Shuyamura, um, double pump thingy. And then, um, the Orbe gold lust oil are both great. And the Kerastase spray. He gave me that. Too. Orbe is so good. Yeah. I yes. just, I just got, um, uh, a sample of like a dry shampoo that they have in a Fab Fit Fun box, which I'm like, subscription boxes, guys, yeah, are the most fun thing in the world. Yeah, I'm so pumped off of them. Um, I just signed up for the Allure one, and I'm like, yeah, oh yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> um, but 
uh, smells amazing. Yeah, all the Orbe products smell incredible, but they are very strong. So if you're a person that's like very sensitive, mm. it would not be a good product for you, but they smell, I always get huge compliments when yeah. somebody hugs me and they're like, oh, your hair smells good. You yes, know, it smells nice. so good. It's yeah. such a great line. Um, and so wait, so we, do you have to get um, like refreshed, like your blonde refreshed a lot? Oh yeah. I mean, I like a little root as part of the 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 look mm -hmm. so I don't I when I go we we bleach down to the root and mm -hmm. then there's like usually a week or so where I look sort of Scandinavian you know <laughs> it's like oh look at this all this blonde and then immediately the roots start coming in so I still try to go maybe every five weeks or so um my hairdresser is it's at the same salon where I worked for years so he's been a friend for a hundred years Great. and he um he was very funny when we were bleaching he was so mad and like nervous that it wasn't going to work out and he's such a perfectionist and not you know there would be some parts that didn't lift all the way so we had to do some fixes and but he was just like mad at my hair you know and I was I, I and I only because he's a perfectionist and he wanted it to look absolutely how I wanted it to look I was trying to go for a atomic blonde Charlize vibe that's what I was going for yeah you so, did it thank you yes. thank you it took a minute for me to like wrap my mind around all of it and sure um figure out makeup shifts and wardrobe shifts you know like when I was a redhead earth tones were really great and now they're just like not at all yeah um Do you feel like you're like doing like bolder lips and stuff now or yeah but you know what I actually am loving pastel pink oh I just got some like very like rose goldish pastel pink glasses that I really love and I'm like going back to pink is really fun when you're platinum yeah um you have that amazing headshot oh yeah got, thank you where it was like perfect yeah thank you so good it's one of the only times in my life that I've been happy with my headshots I've been taking headshots since I was in the sixth grade right. and hating them Every step of the way. I mean, really, legitimately, just like, oh, why? Please, is God. that what I look like? I know yeah. I feel the same way. Yeah. Even and when so, I'm like, it's good. I'm like, oh, is it? Oh. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> and these, I actually, and, and I think some of that is just like being okay with who I am and doing that like interior work. Sure. You know? Yeah. And also, I did this hair, this hair could, it, it, could cost me my career right now like nobody's wanting it in certain professional circles that I'm in and I'm just like you know what I I have spent so much time for the past however many years trying to look like what I thought someone wanted me to look like mm -hmm. and at times that sort of aligned with how I wanted to look but most of the time it didn't I had a whole wardrobe of clothes that didn't feel like me right. because I had to look like I had to look older than I was because I was auditioning older than I was. Mm -hmm. And I had to look more demure than I am or or more approachable and, and all those things. And I'm just really done with that. And I feel like if projects want to align with who I am, then they will align with who I am. And if not, then that's okay. That's fine. Then it's not the right space, you know? Fuck yes. I'm just done. Frankly, I am so, I have goosebumps. Oh, I'm so thrilled thank to you. hear that. Um, that is 
such a healthy, badass way to live your life. And because like we are performers, um, and I've talked about this with, with a lot of other moms in the show, like we feel like, oh, I have to fucking be this. And the same same thing for me. Like I always read older. Yeah. Which sucks. It's it's it is a real it does a real number on your psyche. Sure does. Yeah. I shot a commercial for oh god, what was it? LG years ago. Uh-huh. And um it was a super fun, like a quirky mom. But my son, I mean, I wasn't even th- maybe I was 30. My son was like 15 or 16. Yes. And I'm like, Oh, 19. He was 19. And I'm it's like, brutal. this is fucked up, you guys. Yeah. He did look younger, but sure. I'm like, Jesus. And I remember, like, I've always made jokes about it, but it yeah. does fuck with you. It does. It does. You can't act like it doesn't. No. I had one time, the, the worst, the absolute worst was I was telling a friend of ours about an audition that I had. And he was like, oh, yeah, I went in for that. And he went in for the son. I went in for his mom. This is someone who was in our wedding, the same age. It's so awful. And I was like, I I was like 29 at the time. Yeah. And so was he. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yes, it's, it's insane. It's so shitty. And it's like, I have friends who are close to my age that are still going for like, um, you know, like commercial stuff, like never mom stuff, never like always like the quirky friend oh my gosh I don't know that life I've never had that life yeah and it yeah and so what I love so much about what you just said is like and I've just entered this realm too because I have two kids and I'm like I'm too tired to give a shit about what you think at this point yeah um that I um uh that I'm doing the same thing where I'm like this clearly doesn't fit and I'm not going to work to make you like me. Yeah. You either think I'm great or you don't. Right. And um, it's not my fault if you do or don't. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's, but it's so, what a healthy, beautiful way of um, viewing it. Uh, and like, and like feeling at this point in your life. Like, I feel like I've earned it. You have. I've earned it. And I, yeah. and, and to be honest, I had earned it when I was 21. Right. I just didn't know it yet. You know, it's like Dorothy didn't know she could use the shoes the (laughs) the whole goddamn time. She could have used the goddamn shoes. (laughs) Right. And so I, I, and I hope that like, I hope it's one of those things where we all jump in the pool together. Yeah. Instead of like, we're all jumping in on three. Right. And then next thing you know, you're swimming and everyone else was like, oh, I thought I'd stay on the side. Like, it's like, no, let's just. Let's just own it. And, yeah. you know, and, I, you know, I the the type of roles that I've always gotten, it, it's a vacillation between an every woman and a character woman. And I felt like I don't think they want me to be my prettiest self. And I think I want to be my prettiest self right now. And maybe that will change. Yes. But what also I, I, that, I yeah. see as pretty is different, right, right, than it used to be. So... I think my activism is pretty. I think my Mm -hmm. keeping my word is pretty. And I think that um, being a good mom and being being an honest person, like that to me is what I hope radiates. And the hair and the makeup and all that, that's just fun. And, you know, I'm like you. Putting on makeup is meditative for me. I enjoy it. I I did it for my own (laughs) wedding to keep myself calm. Yeah. You know, it would not have been calm for me to have somebody else that I didn't know doing my face. Right. 
Um, so I like it. I like to do my own hair. That feels good to me. If that doesn't feel good to you, like go on and do what whatever works for you. But totally. But yes. in this space right now, like I, I just, you know, I, I deserve I deserve to look how I want to look and the chips fall where they may. Absolutely. Yeah. And like be who you are. Yeah. Because the shitty thing about this business is that um is that uh unless um you're a dude, I think. Yeah. Um uh I, I mean if some women established very early on like this is who I am and fuck it if you but like right. but like I wasn't I didn't feel like I could be who I was no you know because I'm like I need them to like me of course of course and I completely it really speaks to me when you said I think that they don't want me to be pretty and every not every commercial breakdown but pretty much every commercial breakdown I go out on it's like plain Right. Not attractive. Right. Average. Right. Stuck in the desert for 26 years with no water. <laughs> right. You know. Kind of, kind of fucked up looking. Right. Borderline disgusting. Right. Um, and I like. You but know, aspirational. But aspirational because she, you know what? She's yeah. got a good personality. Yeah. And I, um, I always joke about it because if you don't, I'm going to like lose my mind and start crying. But the fact is like, it is insulting uh, that that is even a thing. Like, how about. Um, uh, just a person who is this age and happens to be a comedian. And, um, and I know that especially in the commercial world, everything is so, uh, looks, right. um, really like who gives a shit if you're a good actor and it always says like excellent actors. No, it doesn't matter. Do you look like you would fit in with this brand? Great. Right. Um, but it's so, uh, I would love if there was like some movement where, um, uh, not, it's not necessarily ca- casting agencies issues. It's like, you know, like the advertisers. Sure. If like there was a, um, a a different approach to it because we as a society are becoming more aware, especially because of who's in the fucking White House and how like aware of the world we all are mm-hmm. now when mm-hmm. we didn't have to be before. Sure. Um, that we're like suddenly as like a, a, as like a community and like as a nation – going oh this is fucked up and I've been accepting this as like the way it should be for so long Mm -hmm. I've accepted grabbing pussies for a really long time right and it's so inspirational to me that I have so many um amazing uh, mom friends women friends Mm -hmm. who are like fuck that right I'm done with this shit yeah and how like even comedian friends and I talked about this uh in an upcoming uh or in an episode um, with my friend Veronica Mosey, um, how like I remember when I was a comedian, I was doing stand stand up a lot. That I would like dress down. I was like, of course, I'm not gonna wear makeup. I don't want people, you know, right. And what was so cool about Veronica is that she was like, uh-uh, I'm wearing my, I'm wearing a fucking dress. I'm hosting a party right now, right. And I loved it so much. Yeah. And I was like, I wish that I had that. I felt good enough about what I was saying, and that it right. didn't matter. Right. That I could still be who I was. Yeah. Um, in fact, I remember in particular. I, my husband and I would go on the road a lot. I'd open for him. And um, I got, like, this new bra. And it was, like, one of those, like, hu- like huge tit bras. Oh. Where, like, my tits were, like, Jessica Rabbit wow. wearing a water bra. Like, this huge. Because remember water bras? Oh, oh, good times. So fun. Fucking game So changer. heavy. <laughs> I 
so heavy you're so tired by the end of the day oh with the water bra god. you're like did i go to the gym no i just wore the water bra yeah. all day i'm exhausted oh my god and you would have to like breathe through your tits yes. it was unbelievable ah. uh, but they were dope they were they were so good but i like i my boobs were so high and so big and i remember um being like oh my god i can't go on stage like this like i didn't know what to do because i didn't bring another bra and i'm like i didn't realize like the outfit that i brought to go open like go do stand up sure was just like i'm like i cannot be seen they're not going to think i'm funny because right and that is fucked up right um yeah who cares but uh but i was really affected by that and so it's great now that um the uh, the women that I call my friends that we all are like, uh, fuck you, sex positive. Um, I'm gonna raise my kids to be sex positive mm-hmm. and to be aware of their bodies. Yeah, I'm gonna raise um, my son to be a feminist. Um, I'm gonna wear whatever the fuck I want. Uh, yeah, you do not get to say that shit to me. Right. Um. I will call you out, and I'm not gonna fucking back down because you know you right. call me names. You know it's. I mean, not that that's an everyday occurrence, but like we're in such um, an angry, everything's so angry now. Yeah. And everything's so out there. And before this, I mean, really like Trump changed everything because we didn't have to know anything when Obama was in office. Right. We're like, he's fine. We're, he's taking care of it. Um, and so like, be, like being a feminist now is like, you just are. <laughs> like if you are right. a woman, if you are a man, if you are a person that cares about you're a feminist. It's not even, it's not like a, a like a label. Now. Right. It's like, right. you're a human. You are a feminist. Right. Um, well, and I think so much of it is like, we had, what unmasked for me in 2016 was really my privilege. Like, I really mm-hmm. did not have to know what was happening for other marginalized communities. I did in some yes. ways. There were definitely ways that I, I knew it, but I certainly didn't, I certainly didn't know what I know now. Right. And once you know that, you cannot unknow it and you cannot go back. You have to, you have to do better for other people. And, and you have to like, look at your shame about not knowing it Mm -hmm. because there is some shame that comes with that where you go, oh. And face it. Shit. Yeah. And just do some work. And do some work. You know? And it starts with you going, um, oh, fuck, I I didn't know this. And, and I should have. And I should have. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, and now I have a chance to, like, right. be a better human. Right. Um, and it's, it's, um, it's, it's a privilege, honestly, to, uh, and it's a gift for, for us to, to have that inner, and, and acknowledge it, like, oh, I, I have been living, like, like uh, just uh, under like a shroud like I didn't yeah. know any of this yeah. and now that I do it's my duty right to be out in the yeah yes to be helpful and yeah and to be thoughtful, thoughtful. you know mm-hmm. and and it's like that's why I love like when you when you have disruptors mm-hmm. like when Rihanna released her makeup line mm-hmm. and and I you could feel how like mainstream media and and sort of even mainstream beauty was like that's cute and then she like annihilated everyone and it's like well yeah because you're not offering products to a huge demographic of people that 
are ready, willing, and able to buy. Totally. You know, and be thoughtful about it. And so it's stuff like that that's really um, why I hope that people will always be forward thinking and know that there's there, there so much room, there's so much space for, mm-hmm. for people. And it does not diminish your space and your spot for someone else to shine and be successful. Definitely. It really doesn't. It really actually is great for everybody. Yeah. You know, there's not a lack of of joy. There's not a lack of success in the world, you know? Yeah. So if you're, that's why I, I, I was saying I, this, I was very hurt yesterday because um, I had, I realized that um, my, a uh, 20 year college reunion was coming up and mm-hmm. I graduated with 10 women and two men in our theater department. Mm-hmm. And one of the women had, um, it's mine. Oh, is that your, fr- oh, yeah. I, cause mine does that too. I'm like, oh, yeah. we're hearing phones. Yes. <coughs> Do you want me to wait? No, no, oh, okay. no, no. Keep it's, going. It's buzzing. Yeah, no worries. But I realized that um, <coughs> one of the women out of this 10 was organizing a reunion mm-hmm. and didn't include me. Ugh. And it's like, when it's 10, it's pretty glaring if someone's not on there. Yeah. And she didn't include me because she had unfriended me on Facebook because I guess she doesn't like my politics or whatever. She's very, she's very into Jesus and that's great. A lot of my friends are very into Jesus, but um, I thought it was interesting that the person who espouses the most uh, belief uh, is also the person who you know so it excluded me and so another friend of mine not realizing I had been excluded like dropped me into the conversation because of course there's only 10 of us right and uh and so I was just in my feelings about that yesterday and I was just like having my hurt feelings and and I and I just thought like I do not like girl on girl crime. Like I am yes. not here for that. I'm in the process of organizing an event to empower, embolden and activate women and I've spent literally weeks just like taking meetings and thinking and organizing and and doing all that. And so it's like when somebody when it's a woman that does it to you, it's mm-hmm. just like, "Oh, it hurts so bad," you know? Definitely. But that being said, it doesn't change my ethics. So I don't go, oh, well, women are terrible. Or, you know, girls can be so mean. It's Mm -hmm. like, no, everybody can be mean. Yes. And it doesn't change my belief system because one person was mean to me. Right. So no girl on girl crime, please. Definitely. I was just talking to my husband about this yesterday, actually. Because I grew up um, doing musical theater, and it's so fucking competitive with... um, uh, with girls. Oh yeah. And I, um, and I felt like that really propelled me. Like that really drove me to do well. Um, <coughs> and I actually told this story once about my dad. Um, you know, my dad, my dad passed away. Um, uh, gosh, got a year now, almost two years ago. And, um, and he, um, I remember like he, uh, I remember when like, when like my competitive my competitiveness started with other women. Yeah. When I was in a production of Annie and I was, <laughs> which is basically like Thunderdome for girls. <laughs> exactly. It's a fucking, oh yes, the Hunger gosh. Games. Yeah. 
And um, I was just an orphan. And uh, um, this lovely, lovely uh, woman named Sarah Davenport, who now lives in New York. She has two kids. She is so lovely and so talented and wonderful. But I remember my dad, um, because this is how he was raised. Um, he, um, I, I remember, like, I did, I, like, fucking, you know, worked my ass off yes. to do I was like, it's a hard knock fucking life. Like, yes. I was like, yes. it is. Yes. Just, like, stomping it dirty. And he, um, <laughs> and afterward, he, I, like, ran up to him, like, ready for him to be like, great job. And he goes, Sarah is so talented. <gasps> Right, and it like whoa. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, he was a genius. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. And years later, um, after my dad had gotten sick, and like you know, I was uh, taking care of him at his place. He told me a story. So my dad was a chemist and a brilliant man, um, and he uh, had this science fair, and he like worked so hard, and he made this incredible project, and his dad came to see it, and he said something like a. Uh, Jacob's project is really amazing and so that propelled my dad to go in and like be like valedictorian and he graduated from high school when he was like 16 and then graduated from college when he was like 18 and then got got a doctorate like and it drove him and so in his mind he's like this is how I make her work hard it's a gift rather than a curse but it's actually a curse right it came from a very loving place yeah and like I obviously you know didn't respond well to that um sure. and so it did certainly make me competitive but it also made me be like women are the enemy right and it was like just recently like in the past several years that I'm like no like right. how uh, how can I and this is all I do like t- trying to like show my daughter like these are your partners yes and people who hurt have been hurt right and so you have to show compassion and if someone, I mean, certainly she hasn't gotten to the bullying phase yet or, you know, which she's around bullies or anything. Oh, God, I don't even know. Because I don't know how I'm going to hold back from, like, not slapping a little bitch who's yeah. shitty to my kid, yeah. you know? Um, but, like, teaching compassion and being like, you st- you be the hero. You be the hero. You be the good. You stand up for the little guy, you mm-hmm. know? And so I, um, and it's like now, it's like all I want is, like, my my women I just want my tribe with me yeah um and so it completely changed several years ago and it was crazy the day I woke up and was like I have really um missed out on a lot yeah because I felt like these were my like I had to like beat them right sure and it's so not the case right so yeah that's it's I think that's (laughs) always like a very profound moment definitely you know when because I remember being that same way. And I think a lot of it too, it, when you are auditioning, yes, you it you have to do a lot of mental gymnastics to get out of that space. Mm-hmm. Because there are times where you're sitting in a waiting room and it's you and the other person, one of you is getting it and one of you isn't. Right. And it's hard not to project that anger, that frustration yeah. on that other person, especially when you have no idea what, thought process is going into that decision right and how probably you know you you never really had it but they had to keep bringing someone back yeah just to be safe in case the person they really wanted books something else or goes out of town or asks for more money right so you know you're 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 in this space where you think you actually really have a chance when you don't right now yeah and um it's interesting I, I remember 
I, I have a lot of um, like complicated things about competitiveness with my daughter. And my husband is always like, we need her in sports. We need her to do this, that, and the other thing. She's got to learn about healthy competition. And I'm like, does she? Mm-hmm. I don't know. And I know that competition has served so many women so well. Mm-hmm. It, 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 For them, it brought out like the best. And learning how to lose gracefully, learning how to win gracefully, I think those are important traits. But I know for me, anytime I was in a, in a competitive situation, it absolutely brought out my worst. Mm-hmm. And it made me less compassionate it made me more in my head and so i spent you know i spent everything from 20 on Mm -hmm. undoing all of that junk that's great though from like 20 on that's awesome i mean i was definitely in my 30s well i should say 22 when i left college when i left college i started that work of like oh no i'm not you know because i I lived in a sorority house and then you had like competition for boys and you had um, right. competition for getting into this sorority and what does that mean? And you know, what what are these values? And so by the time I moved to LA when I was 23, I was like, I've, I've been through like the bitchiness Olympics. Yeah. I went to Ole Miss and I went through Rush and that is the stuff <laughs> of legends that, oh you know, yes. people spend thousands and thousands of dollars to get their daughters into a specific house right it's crazy so by the time I got to LA I was like y'all can't scare me I've seen it I've seen the dark side you know yes yes. and I've been on both sides of it and and it's not it's not the place for me but I think but I do think everything leading up to that point promotes that idea that you've You've got to have a date to this dance. You've got to, who's the homecoming queen? And da, 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 da. And it's all this like, we're voting on this. And, you know, who gets into this pageant and things, all of, all of this. And it's all fake. It's like fake competition. Yeah. Somebody just decided that women should wear fancy dresses, walk on a stage, and and will decide who did that the best way. And it's we like, bid on them, essentially. Yes, yes. Yeah. And... <laughs> and I say that as a woman who loved watching pageants growing up. Right. You know, like I loved seeing the dresses and seeing where they were from and all that sort of stuff. And but it's like they're not dolls. They're not like paper dolls or Barbies. They're real people. And why would I? Right. Why do we bestow academic money to them based on, you know, right. that? That yeah. doesn't make any sense to me now. Yeah. You know, but you grow up in it and you're like, you know, we had three Miss Americas come from Ole Miss. What? What could be better? And it's like, I don't know. (laughs) I know what you mean. Doctors or, you know, any, you know, we had a few of those too, but they didn't get the recognition. Of course they didn't. You know? Right. Because, right. I think it was, when I was talking to Tara Copeland about this, that she's like, was it Tara? I think so. We were talking about she's how... from Arkansas, so probably yes, yeah. yes, absolutely. Because she was talking about her her niece that now it's um now because we're like the society we're like we gotta be woke, y'all. Yeah, that, like um they're like changing the rules. Yes, and it's awesome. Yeah, um and it was something like because I have to admit like I do love watching beautiful women in pretty dresses. Like, I know it's beautiful. Um and so uh uh I mean. 
I'm saying women. Like, I don't know how I feel about children. Right, right, right. No, Because right. that's, that's a whole different ball of Yeah, that is not but, it. But, yeah, but I mean, it's why we like the red carpet. Like, yeah. I like to see... I want to see what they're wearing. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I like to see, like, how did you collaborate with this designer and this construction of this dress? And how did you pick that purse? And I think there's something really lovely about being feminine and yeah. appreciating those things and I you know like we like talking about hair and makeup and all that sort of stuff it. yeah it doesn't negate our feminism it doesn't at all. negate like how what like our how smart we are right. or like our accomplishments but like and it and it's okay and I think it's wonderful and I'm so excited when I when like because you and I are so girly yeah <laughs> yeah like, let's girl out but then we're also like Oh no, we have to like tear down the patriarchy. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> to, to, to later on this afternoon. <laughs> right. Yeah, a hundred percent. And it's really it's it's cool that that we're that everyone is that now. I mean not everyone, but like that you we're don't getting need there. to be one way or the other. Yeah. You can be who you are. With, right. Going back to your point about like, this doesn't fit me. Uh these clothes aren't me. This is who I am. Right. And just like sinking into your skin. Yeah. And that takes a fucking long time. And um, I will say probably part of it, too, is like, I mean, I don't know how your mom was, um, but like, you know, my mom was, you know, raised by a woman who was like, women go to college so they can meet a man. Right. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Even though my mom was like, fuck that, I'm going to the Peace Corps and I'm I'm going to graduate school. And, you know, she still my mom was like, yeah, I kind of went to meet a man, you know, because like that's in your hardwearing and even though my mom is so independent and so awesome and has traveled the world and done all these things, it still was like, it kind of, a little bit of that dust rubbed off on me. Sure. Where it's like, I need to get the attention of boys. Right. Oh my gosh. Yes. You know, and yeah. it's, and of course, like, that's going to come anyway. Like if you're into, whoever you're into, right. you want their attention. But it's, um. so now it's like, we're this whole other like, <laughs> rageful, right. you know, like, uh, like just generation of moms who are like um who like and and to like your husband's point like my husband too was like I really want Bo to be in sports I really want her and I'm cool with that yeah. certainly um but it's like how do we teach like teamwork right and like I don't know um yeah I, I don't have the answers I, I definitely don't, don't. Yeah, and I don't and either. our daughter is doing ice skating cool yeah Does she love it she loves it oh, she loves it for her. um how and, amazing it's great it's great she's very bougie so she likes like very <laughs> very expensive sports I'm like really not soccer you sure <laughs> soccer's literally dirt and a ball like she's huh? and she's like no I want the pageantry, the sparkles, you know, she wants all of that. Oh, is she, is she um, like a real girly girl? Very girly. Oh, do very you, girly. Do you kind of like, are you like, yeah, girl? Like, do you well, love it a little bit? it's funny because like she had, you know, she had the princess phase and I fought it tooth and nail with everything I had in my being. Mm-hmm. And you cannot fight City Hall on that. Like You are who you she are. She yeah. found the one kid at school who'd seen all the princess movies, wore a princess shirt every day and talked about princesses 24-7 and glommed onto that kid in preschool. <laughs> so and then sweet. that was it. Like, yeah. she was all about princesses. And I just remember being like, oh, I don't want you to do that. And then I just went, you know what? You're not helping anything by resisting this. And you don't want to create this dialogue that what she likes is bad and what she's into is not okay. Right. Um, because, you know, I remember 
being a kid growing up and being like always you know being around boys who are like obsessed with Star Wars and I was like I want to know more about Princess Leia what's she up to yeah or I'd watch the Dukes of Hazard and be like I don't care about these dudes and their dumb car like what's Daisy doing you know and I remember having those thoughts so I didn't want to negate whatever it was that she was interested in because I didn't want her to feel badly or feel ashamed that she liked something. Right. But I was, but I was, everything was always like with a little like comment on the side, like, <laughs> you know, well, we like Belle because she's super into books. And right. like, you know, that was always like the take. Um, and so finally, like by the time she, I think she didn't watch The Little Mermaid until she was like, I think it was like this past summer. So she was like se- seven. And she was sort of like, oh yeah that is weird that she gives up her voice like that's that's pretty fucked up yeah that's pretty messed up yeah Yeah. so like you know the good thing is 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 like if if feminism is just a part of your life the kids absorb it you don't have to like beat them over the head with it they're just watching it. yeah and as long as you provide context for things you know it's like I think context is so important um for like Oh gosh, what did we watch? Oh, we went to go see Wicked. We we it was oh. like her first Broadway show, and you know I was so like having good. all my like theater kid feelings, and oh, so and good. but like you know the sister in Wicked talks about her wheelchair as her prison and how she hates her wheelchair, and people in the disability community are like, we love our wheelchairs. Our wheelchairs afford us this freedom. I would never hate my wheelchair. Mm-hmm. And so when we left, I, you know, I said that to my daughter. I said, you know, just so you know, this is what disabled people have told me about how they feel mm-hmm. about wheelchairs. And the fact that they made the story a lot about how, how to get her out of her wheelchair, I think some people would be hurt by that. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, okay. You know, and so it wasn't like, I was beating over the head with like, the more you know, and this is your after school special lesson. Right. But just like always a little bit of context so that she doesn't go through life thinking like, oh, everyone hates their wheelchairs, you know? Right. Or I feel sorry for you because you're trapped in this. Right. Yeah, totally. Right. You know? It's really cool. And you know what? I think that our moms wouldn't have thought, like, I don't think our moms would have thought to be like, by the way. You know, this well, is sort of certainly right. if they're able bodied, they wouldn't because <laughs> right. why would why would they know that narrative when the whole narrative all along has been delivered by people who are able bodied? Right. And then when you start talking with people who are not able bodied, you get the other perspective. But until social media really existed, it was very hard for those people. You know, social media democratized voices. So I can go on Twitter and I can learn about the experiences of disabled people and learn about what's happening in black feminism and all that sort of stuff I have it at my fingertips and as long as you're curious Mm -hmm. you'll find the information it's free it's out there yeah you know you just have to have that curiosity and also like get out of your own way a little bit you know yes right get out of your own way and um take that like painful swallow of um I realize that I have not been open because I realized sure, that, like, sure. I'm not even not open, just like not, uh, I wasn't uh, uh, looking into it. Right. Uh, and that you, that it's a good time to make a change. And so it's like, you know, don't be mad at yourself for what you didn't know. But now that you do have the opportunity to know, check it out. Right. See what you right. can learn because it will only open up your heart and you'll be more compassionate. And, you know, the more 
not to be like a total cheese dick, but like the more <laughs> the more love that we can have now and the more love that we right. can spread and teach our children, um, the uh, the better we will be uh, because we are uh, 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 kind of like in little shards <laughs> of broken um, uh, lives now. And so now like we're kind of starting to come together, but it's it's crazy when you live in like this bubble when you think no everyone is racism doesn't exist oh, i don't know yeah. anyone that's racist yeah um and then holy fuck yeah i i have never been more astounded in my life and i was so embarrassed that i was so um ignorant to like really how um a, a lot of the world thinks uh and just like i mean like this is so old school and we're like totally going off topic but like when people were like i hate hillary clinton <laughs> how the fuck right. can you hate this amazing right uh this worldly experienced person right who cares if you think that she doesn't smile enough fuck you right so it was really just i've never been more blown away in my life yeah um and uh, and I I continue to be shocked. Sure. Well, um, I was always stunned by uh, a friend of mine who's Catholic, who was like, "I just don't understand why she didn't leave Bill," and I'm like, "Well, <laughs> sh- well, you're Catholic, so you would not be for divorce, right?" But but he cheated on her. Well, okay, but okay, but that does that does that affect how she governs, right? And if she had gotten divorced then you'd be mad at her about that too. So right. What you know, what's yeah. the winning what's how can she what can she pick to make you happy right. with her marriage? Right. You know, it, and also it's not your business. Well, I guess, <laughs> and also, yeah, and also you don't know what their arrangement is. You yeah. don't know you don't know maybe she's getting some on the side. Yeah, they I hope she is. I hope she is. I hope she's getting whatever she wants. Whatever whether that's I miss her. Whatever it is. I hope she's getting whatever she wants. <laughs> Hillary, yeah. we love you so much. Yes, we miss you and we wish we you well. We miss you. Sometimes I cry thinking about you. Yeah. Um, also, the other day I watched this thing with Obama and just stopped for two hours. Oh, because God. I can't even with... First of all, what a sweet piece of ass he is. Right. Don't you miss that sweet piece of ass in the... In the he's White House? aging just like he's delicious beautifully he's gorgeous his family's gorgeous I miss him <laughs> and Michelle discussing if you haven't Ugh. read Michelle's book where she talks about their love story it is uh like liberal erotica <laughs> it is so good and hot and awesome and oh my god and how he was like just he like oh, pursued yes. her yes and yes. he's like no no my wife this is like I Ugh, I just have such the hots for it. And she's she's like, if you're married for 50 years and 10 of it sucks, that's a good marriage. Right. I was like, ugh, good luck, please. Yes. <laughs> Michelle Obama, will you come on my podcast? Yes. <laughs> and also, Hillary, can you come on? Yes. Um, I will come to you. So, um, uh, well, with that, I hear my kid waking up. Yes. And um, you are such a dream. Thank you so much Thank for coming you. on. Can um, you uh, share your info, how people can find you and learn sure. about what you're doing? Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I oh, loved talking with you. My pleasure. I've been Such trying to get treat. you on for a song. I'm so long, so glad that it worked. I know. You know? Yay. Yay. Out. The holidays yeah. are over. Woohoo. Yeah. <laughs> As all the moms like ring the bells of school being back in session. Um, <laughs> so I would love for you to check out my podcast. It's called The Enthusiasm Enthusiast and it's available on all the platforms. Um, you can find me 
uh, at Katie F. Ward. That's K-A-T-I-E-F, like Frank, W-A-R-D. And that's on Twitter and Instagram. And you can also go to theenthusiasmenthusiast.com and find all the stuff about the show there. And uh, just keep an eye out if you're in the Los Angeles area. The event that we're working on planning is called We Are Women Plus, and we're hoping to do it in March. So if you want to come listen to great speakers, music, um, get info tables for um, all of your favorite like activist and nonprofit groups, um, especially benefiting and supporting marginalized voices, please come to We Are Women Plus. Hooray. Hooray. Um, wonderful. And um, uh, guys, um, uh, you can also um, email me. I now have an email address for, for the podcast. Somebody's legitimate. Guys, it's getting real. So um, you can definitely email me if you have any questions or you want to, you know, want me to get something to the guests or something at um, momgetyourshittogether at Gmail. Uh, of course, there's the Facebook page where I list um and link all of the products that my guests uh mentioned because let's get our shit together yes. together yes because yes. baby you are so worth it you're working your ass off um thank you so much again to katie you are beautiful and such a dream um and guys thank you so much for listening and i uh, will see you next time bye mom mom How can I fuck up the words? It's the name of my podcast. Do you ever feel like you need to talk about Britney Spears? Because I do. I'm Jen Zabrowski, and I'm the host of We Need to Talk About Britney. Every episode, I'm breaking down Britney's life and works, but mostly life, with pop stars, former TRL hosts, actors, writers, and comedians, all while trying to figure out why I'm so obsessed with Britney Spears. Listen to We Need to Talk About Britney every Tuesday on Campfire Media. Campfire. <laughs>